You're listening to the Ella and Leland Show, brought to you by Gopher Recording Studio, www.gopherrecordingstudio.com. We're making dreams a reality. Good morning, Ella. How are we doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Well, this except is, for right before we started. This is like episode nine. I think it might be. That means nine weeks already. Wow. And yesterday, it was uh, Friday, March 17th, yes. so that was St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Did you wear your green? Yes. You know, right when I got up in the morning, Leland came in. Oh, I mean, I wasn't even dressed he yet. He told me. He told yeah, me. Yeah, and he pinch, I mean, he pinched me hard. Leland said, hey, do you want to come? And I'm like, uh, I'll let you do that. Yeah, that was a good idea because <laughs> that's not the way to wake up in the morning. <laughs> no. You ain't got no green on. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I think we decided today we were going to try to tell some spooky stories. Yes. Right? So maybe they'll go good. Maybe they won't go good. Yeah, there's so, always a huge chance that they'll go awful. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever go awful because I no. have this button where I can just stop and start again, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm going to let you start off with, and we're going to kind of make this up as we go. Yes. It's a spooky story, and you told me this story takes place in 1945, right? Yes. Okay, Whether let, let me know a little bit more about that. So in 1945, there was a child that went missing. Sophie was nine. She lived with her father, Richard, her mother, Susan, and her 17-year-old brother, John. She was last seen with her father and brother. So her mother was not in town, and so Sophie kind of went with her brother and father because she had nowhere else to go and she was nine. So This is spooky already. This (laughs) reminds me of a dateline. You know, your grandma, my mom, and I, we always watch datelines. Yeah, somehow I, I really like watching crime stories. So anyway, they were from Wabi, South Dakota. Yeah. And in 1945, they had a they had this Ford truck. It was yeah. a F, F. I don't know how they did F2 back then yes. about that size because it came from a farm, and they were traveling up to Watertown, South Dakota, yeah. on highway. We call it Old 81 now, but that was the only way to get to Watertown at yeah. that time. Yeah. So they were going, they were going, and they were going to Herbergers. Because yeah. they wanted to get some clothes. That was the only place that had clothes, really. Wow. You know? And so, all of a sudden, they uh, they were coming to town, and then they came to town, and they were in Herberger's, and then all of a sudden, they lost the child. Yeah. Sophie was gone. She was gone. She said, can I go to the bathroom? And nobody had sight of her after that. And you got to remember, at this time in 1945, things were very wholesome. Everybody believed in Jesus Christ. That's the way it should be, isn't it? Yes. Um, So her mom was away. Her mom's name was Susan. Yes. And uh, normally this didn't happen, but the reason she was away is because in 1945, they had ladies' aid from their church up in Wabe, South Dakota. Yes. Sophie was nine years old at the time. So when she went with her brother, who was 17, and her dad, they all piled into this small pickup truck. Can you imagine that? And, you know, the ride back then wasn't like the ride we have today. You know, you could feel every bump. No suspension or anything. Well, not much of of any suspension. But that's that's besides the point, right? Yes. So they went to this Herberger's because uh, they were there to pick up some clothing. Yes. And when I'm talking about clothing, I'm talking about like socks. Yeah. Right. That's that was essential. Yeah. Right. I mean, because it it didn't heat the house that well back then, right? Yeah. So you wanted to stay warm at night. Yes. 
So, uh, what what was the dad's name again? Richard. Richard. So Richard was he had the task of doing all this and making sure that Sophie got this right. Yes. So I mean, so they had what was their brother's name? John. John. He was so, 17 years old. Yeah, so he was kind of the one to look after his sister, right? Yes. You know, it it, it kind of went it kind of went John and then his dad, yeah. Richard, to look after uh Sophie. Yes. So anyway, so they're all doing this, you know, and they're going through and they're looking at stuff and of course, uh John, he'd love to look at shoes. Yes. He was into shoes so much. So when when uh when Sophie had come up to John and she said, "I'm just going to go to the bathroom." Yeah. You know, she let him know that. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm looking yeah. at these new shoes, you know. They yeah. weren't shoes like of today, like Nike yeah. and Asics and all that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, she went to the bathroom, and about after 15 minutes, you know, John's like, what's, uh, what's, what's going on? What's going on? And uh, uh, the dad, Richard, he's like, John, have you seen your sister, Sophie? He's like, well, she just told me she was going to the bathroom. You know, so at this point, then they're frantic. Yes. They're looking all over for her. Yes. So uh, they don't know what to do. It's not like they had cell phones at that time, right? And back then, I'm pretty sure cops wouldn't search for a missing person unless they were missing for 48 hours. Right. Yeah. So anyhow, you know, there was talk of Sophie possibly, you know, heading out, going to California. Trying yeah. to get away. Yeah. You know, why she would do this at nine years old, I have no idea. But I do know she loved the movies. Yeah. And she always thought she was going to be a movie star. Yeah. You know? And at the time, though, there was a sketchy type gentleman in there. Yeah. And nobody has ever found his name out. Yeah. As soon as she went missing, he went missing. Oh. So we don't know. And at the time, they still had train yeah. trains at that time. Yeah. You know? They had buses, too, but they weren't as prevalent as trains. You know, they had trains everywhere, and they had a train that went and made stops, but it went from Watertown, you know, into Colorado, and from Colorado, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So there was no telling, and, you know, these crazy, you would think a nine-year-old wouldn't do this. Yes. You know, but sometimes nine-year-olds are crazy. Yeah. So, did this sketchy gentleman take Sophie, or did did Sophie leave on her own? Yeah. Or did John something do with her? Yes. Or did Richard do something and they just made up the story? Yeah. So guess what? Ever since 1945, nobody knows what happened. And this is a cold case to this day. Yes. So if you have information on Sophie, please let us know. That was spooky, wasn't it? It was. Oh, man. It was pretty good. That was uh, not bad, yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday I was going to tell you a true crime, okay. and I don't know all the names okay. of of the people, but okay. this is how it went. This is kind of confusing. Do you know what it's called? I have no, a missing. Okay. I I don't remember what her name was. Okay. We'll call her Jeanette. Okay. Not Jeannie, Jeanette, <laughs> okay. because we all know about that on Facebook, yeah. don't we? So we have Jeanette. Okay. And we have. Her mother and her father got it split up, a divorce, about probably 10 years earlier. So, this Jeanette, she was 20, okay? Okay. And she was pregnant. Oh, I heard you guys watching that. Okay. 
Continue. Anyway, so, you know, before, I don't know what Jeanette's dad's name was. Kay. We can call him Bill. Okay. And her new father's name is? Stepfather. Stepfather is yeah. Joe. Well, I heard before this, they were neighbors. Yeah. Before this, before they had got a divorce, these guys were like that, like best friends, okay. right? And when when uh, when the dad, Bill, is that what his name was? Yes. Okay. Anyway, you, you can kind of tell. After they had got a divorce, this Joel got to know yeah. Bill's ex-wife, and then they got married. Yeah. So this uh, Joel, he already had step he already had children of his own yeah. right so they joined so that's it's crazy how it went right okay. so you get all these cold case files you know yeah. and then they get down to well where was the last place she was you know yes so of course they have to look at the two suspects of the boyfriends right yes the one boyfriend who was evidently the father yes and the one current boyfriend yes but the current boyfriend had moved because he said he just couldn't handle it, you know, yeah. that she was pregnant with somebody else's child. Yes. So everything that checked out. Yeah. You know, you would have thought that had been the first suspect. Yes. And then the original father, yes. you would figure, well, that's kind of sketchy. You know, he didn't like that. Yeah. But uh, so everything checked out with him. And, uh, and you know, after, I think it was after a year or so, yeah. a farmer found this this. Je Jeanette's body yes. in the farm and she, you know, she'd been dead. And then they found out, well, she had a child. So that's yeah. two murders. Yes. Well, they're going back and forth. And this one lady thought she saw this guy take her with the last time. Yeah. But she was mistaken because both of her boyfriends kind of looked the same. Yeah. Right? So it wasn't them. Well, the last time that this Jeanette yeah. was seen, she was at her stepdad's, yeah. stepdad and mom's. Yes. And uh, he had he had a security camera. Yeah. Up, you know, and it was kind of kind of looked and showed things. So yeah. they're like, oh, this. We have to see this. Yes, because I had forgotten that that. Uh, Jeanette had one last call to her dad. Yes. And he thought that Joel's voice was on there. Yeah. Saying, no, no, don't do this, you know? Yeah. So he's like, I know who did it. Yeah. You know, it was Joel. So they went to check that out, and then they go, well, you know, whatever you say, but you can show us the footage because we see you have a security camera. Yes. And then he's like, oh, somebody came and stole the SD card. Yeah. Very fishy, huh? Yeah, that's pretty fishy. So it goes on and goes on. I'm sorry, I'm rambling, I know. Yeah. But it had eventually been her stepbrother. Her stepbrother was... What a twist. What a twist because he he was real close with his dad. Yeah. And he thought this Jeanette was putting a wedge in between... Him and... His dad. Yeah. And, and his stepmom. Yeah. So he, I don't think he planned to kill her. But yeah. that morning he had borrowed a truck from a guy... Yes. And and she needed a ride in town. She's like, oh, just give me a ride in town, you know. Yeah. And then he had took her out to this farm, yeah. just to talk to her to say, hey, like, don't don't yeah don't don't cause any problems, yeah. right? And she's like, well, thanks very much, you know. And then she got out of the truck. Yeah. 
and then he ran her down and in a rage he strangled her with his her own sweater wow it uh, i mean you got to see it because it's amazing i'm sure it's on dateline somewhere and i don't yeah. know what the what name of it is called, but, but check it out yeah so that's all i have about that story you yeah, guys are probably reminds, like yeah it reminds me of this man that was put on death row because on christmas night he strangled an 87 year old woman with her own um christmas lights just to steal like ten dollars or something in cash oh that's good yeah. was he high i don't know but he was put on death row well, I'd imagine. Yeah. Strangle, strangled and killed an 87-year-old woman on Christmas with her own Christmas lights just to steal, like, $10. Like, if you would have asked her, hey, can I borrow $10? She would probably say, like, you can have, like, a few. Or maybe she would have said, like, don't come to me anymore, you little yeah, son of a gun. <laughs> either say that or, like, oh, you can have some cookies or something. Right, right. Because that's just... Yeah. He, he probably sold $10 for a bottle of whiskey. Probably. Yeah, that's so bad. Yeah. Rest your life for that. Yeah. You know? And that that's that's what the devil can do. Yeah. You know, he, he gets you so addicted to that alcohol. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm going to say he was drunk. Yeah, he might have been. He might not have been. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But I know another case. Okay, go ahead, Ella. Tell us about another case. Okay, it's called The Girl in the Wall. The Girl in the Wall. And so there was this girl. She lived with her grandparents. Help me, help me. I'm stuck in the wall. <laughs> right? Yeah. She lived with her grandparents, and they were, like, a little bit abusive to her. Right. She was, like, probably around nine. Okay. I don't exactly remember all the names. Her parents were, like, off somewhere. Like, they were nowhere. They didn't want to take care of her. They were deadbeat parents. Yeah, like somebody said, all kids deserve parents, but not all parents deserve kids. Amen. Yeah. So, she, there was this family friend, and I can't remember what his name was. We'll say it was Joe, and we'll call the girl Sophie. Okay, remember that, because we're going to take a short break here. Yes. Okay? Yep. All right. You're listening to the Ella and Leland Show, brought to you by Gopher Recording Studio, www.gopherrecordingstudio.com, where we're making dreams a reality. So what we've been talking about is called The Girl in the Wall, correct? Yes. Uh, and we left off with... Uh, Sophie. What? Sophie was the her nine-year-old name. nine-year-old girl and a family friend who we're going to call Joe. These might not be Boy, real Sophie names. and Joe is really getting picked on for names, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So, the family friend, his name was Joe, and Sophie was really close with him because, like, it was like an actual parent or uncle, so, we'd call, so she'd call him Uncle Joe. And he'd usually take her to, like, some sort of arcade. Oh, I like arcades. Yeah. And, but... There was one time she went for the last time with him. Right. She, he took her to the arcade, and she was never seen right. since. And police found a recording 
of her saying, help me, help me, somebody's taking me at the arcade, somebody's taking me, sure. recorded on the phone. So they were like, oh my gosh, what if somebody took her? What if somebody took her? And then they were like, but wait, who did she go with? Was it Joe? So they were suspicious. And Joe told the police, like, I'm pretty sure he told the police, like, hey, somebody took her, somebody took her help. And so they weren't suspicious suspicious of him yet. And they were like, did somebody take her? Did somebody take her? And after a while, Joe actually had this thing in his house and it went down. It had like a huge, heavy wooden or metal door on it. Oh, you so it was like down. a like a like a place they didn't know about. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like, what are those things called? Uh, yeah, for tornadoes and stuff. <sighs> yeah, trap door, uh, trap door. Tra- okay, trap door. And it led into a, a place where he called the dungeon, mm. and that's where Sophie was. <gasps> he would feed her. He would give her toys, but now the police were suspicious of him. So he so he so he told Sophie, and he said. Can you please, like, act dead so I can take a picture of you so they'll stop looking for me? And she refused to, so he was like, okay. And he kept asking her, and she didn't eat. He provided her, like, good food, but she didn't eat because she's like, what if there's something that will make me fall asleep in here? Hunger strike. Yeah, what if there's something that will make me um, fall asleep in here? Then he'll take a picture of me. Oh. So she was pretty smart. Right. And... Every single day, the police would come to Joe's door and say, like, okay, we need to talk to you. Right. Do you. Have you seen this little girl? Because they figured out that the tape that was on the phone at the arcade, it was fake. He had made her do that so that they would think somebody else took her. Ah. And so she was down there, and she was, she had, like, old door that she couldn't get past and I'm pretty sure she had some chains on her. Mm-hmm. She actually fi- figured out how to pick the lock on those okay. and when he'd come she'd pretend like she still had everything oh, on. Oh, she had them on. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure she had a like some sort of bed like just a plain mattress like dirty mattress on the floor. Did she have a bathroom? Uh, she had to have a bathroom. I don't know about that one. Oh. It was a dirty bed. We'll just okay. say it was a dirty bed on the floor. Well, she had to have some place to go to the bathroom, otherwise it would have been stinky. Um, I don't know, actually, about that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so she managed to get out of the chains, I'm pretty sure. And then when John opened the door and came in there, she must have ran out. And then she must have not made it. And John caught her and said, hey, we're just going to put you back there. And after several, several probably at least over a month of the police just coming to his door, he was finally like, I can't take this anymore, I kidnapped her. Right. So then, the grandparents came out and they were trying to like act good, like they hadn't made her, like the grandma hadn't made her clean constantly and the grandpa wasn't like abusive. Right. But overall, she finally had gotten to go with foster parents and today she said, going with foster parents was the best Thing in my life. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure if all the facts are true, so if you want to... You be the judge. Yeah, if you want to hear the actual case, search the girl in the wall. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> okay, I have this, Ella, because okay. I'm, I'm, I'm totally on this. Okay. Do you believe in Bigfoot? 
Well, say, okay, I feel like people that do, I feel like that there might be like some sort of undiscovered species mm-hmm. of animal mm-hmm. that is kind of like an ape or gorilla or whatever you want to say. Right. That can live in a lot of different climates because people say, oh, I found Bigfoot here, 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 right. here, in several other states. So, like, I don't believe that there's just one animal that travels all across the world and there's just one animal that's super smart and super intelligent and there's just one of its species. But sometimes it takes a long time for people to discover new species of animal. Right. So it could just be like an animal that is very intelligent mm-hmm. and it adapts to um, different climates very well. Right. That, you know, it's crazy to me because I used to watch Finding Bigfoot yeah. where they would search. <laughs> there was, you know, it's I don't funny know how these they shows. Can do that. They're like, did you hear that? Did yeah. you hear that? They're throwing rocks at me. Yeah. And I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, it puts you in that mood of, yeah. of like, maybe it could be. But, but then like, all of a sudden, I mean, they're doing everything, and they're like, that Bigfoot, he's got cloaking ability, which means he can go invisible. Yeah. And I'm and like. that's like, you just ruined everything. Well, it, yeah. but then they're like, well, you never know. Bigfoot could be an alien being. Yeah, but. All right. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So you go from that to from finding Bigfoot where they want to yeah. find it and preserve it. Yes. Then I was watching the Travel Channel where the next one, they wanted to find it and, and shoot it. Yeah, and kill it. Do you remember that? Well, these guys are like, them Bigfoots are not very good, and I got my AK-57 here, and if I see that thing, I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot him, you yeah. know? And so these guys, they're serious. They got... Every you gun you could, yeah. you know, and they're in camel, and they got walkie talkies, yeah. right? And they got ghillie suits. You know yeah. what the ghillie Meanwhile, suit is? The other people, how could he do this? Yeah, but but you're listening to the Ella and Leland Show, sponsored by Gopher Recording Studio, www.goforrecordingstudio.com. We made all your recording needs. So before he was so rudely interrupted. Well, yeah. So, so these guys are sitting out there in their yeah. ghillie suits, and they've got these sniper rifles, yeah. right? And they're like tracking whatever. Yeah. I don't. They're probably tracking a deer or something. Probably. But if 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 people say there's a bigfoot, they disagree with me. Yeah. You know, and and I don't know because I've never had a bigfoot tap on my wall. Yeah. You know, so but he's sitting out there and he's not moving at all. Yeah. And he's got like. Uh, these uh, binoculars. Yeah. yeah, binoculars. I see something shaking through the trees. It's coming my way. <laughs> the other guy's like, hold your position. Do not fire. Do not fire, you know? Yeah. And then the next thing you see is the top of the tree shaking, you know? Yeah. And they're like, I think the Bigfoot, he's up in the trees. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just glad they have where they don't shoot anything. Yeah. Because I can see, you don't I, remember Uncle Sai no. from Duck Hunters. No. But if he had a Uzi, he'd be like, I'm going <laughs> Right? Yeah. I could just imagine those two um, people looking for Bigfoot come across each other, and then one man gets shot because they think he's Bigfoot, and then. And then the other people think right. that that's Bigfoot throwing a rock at him. That, that, isn't that crazy? Wouldn't yeah. that be crazy? It would be. There'd be a lot of carnage on that. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to go from Bigfoot to, to aliens. My, 
No, I'm not going to go to Aliens <laughs> right now. I'm going to talk about Oak Island. Oh, okay. And, and it's intrigued me because I've watched it for almost 10 years now. Yeah. And I started watching with Leland when he was like three years old. Oh, yeah. You know, or even younger than that. And I was so, I'm like, they're going to find it. They're going to find it this week. They're going to yeah. find it. You know, and then and then you have Gary Drayton on there. Ooh, that's a Bobby Dassey. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's trash, man. He's like, oh, it's they. It's got all these things on it. It's it's so good. That's a top pocket find. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and to me, I'm like, man, that's like a that's like an old beer can. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a little better than that, but I'm telling you what, Ella. What? Every week. They, they just they just give you a little. I think they've already found the treasure. Yeah. Because your grandpa's told me like, oh, they found that thing about two years ago. And how can you stretch a program that far? Yeah. Because you know, once they show that they found it, nobody's gonna care anymore. Yeah, nobody's right? gonna watch it. But it's getting kind of uh, mundane, and, and it's just the same old, same old thing. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we found a oak tree. And it's in this wall. That means that this wall's older than the oak tree, which means I think this I think this thing was here in 1500. Maybe before 1500, might be 1200. And he's like, Gary Drayton's like, ooh, Templars, baby. Wow. Yeah, I know. It, 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 now people are gonna be like, I gotta go watch that if you haven't yeah. seen it. Because I guess I'm doing more uh, to intrigue them than anything yeah. else. Are there any other shows that you can think of on um, TV that kind of get you into it? I don't know, but lots of people ask me, do you believe in aliens? Do, do you? you? Oh, that's a, when I was a kid, I did. Yeah. Well, I have, I almost do believe in aliens, but I believe that on some thing in space so far away, there might be like plants. And that is a living thing on another planet, so that's an alien. It's like, I think they've already kind of discovered that organisms, yeah. you know. So but, that's just an alien. Like, if you, there's a plant on another planet, that's an alien. But they, they want the, the short aliens. They call them greys green. with the big yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. you said green? Yeah. Now, I'd like it more if they're green. But yeah. when they showed me, like, Unsolved Mysteries oh. was the best. They had Richard Stack and Stack. Yeah. What will you do on the next Unsolved Mysteries? And I oh. just spooked out. I know. Yeah. And I looked at Grandpa and I'm like, this is when I was your age. Oh. I'm like, Grandpa, are you an alien? <laughs> <laughs> because we, we found that one picture one time. Leland found, was that a Star Trek picture of a guy? Oh, And it, yeah. <laughs> it kind of looked like Grandpa. <laughs> Skip, because the eyebrows were kind of the same. Yeah. Right? So... You, you'd have to see that. Do you remember what the name of the character was? No, but is he the one with the big eyebrows? He's the one with the big eyebrows. Yeah, that's all I know about Star Trek. Oh, okay. So this last part has been really funny, Yes, I think. Really good. And, and there's things out there. I love uh, treasure shows. I forgot oh, what they yes, used to yes, call yes. them, metal detecting. <gasps> I but, love going metal detecting, But too. There, there was a guy called Ringy and a guy called King George. Huh. Yeah. How did he say that? He goes, we got round in the hole, round in the hole, round in the <laughs> You know, they get so excited. Uh, they made, I believe, they're the uh, inventors of Garrett metal detectors. Wow. So they're really good metal detecting. Now, you had told me the other day 
that you wanted to go what kind of magnet mag- magnet fishing magnet fishing and what's what's that all about so you have this very strong magnet yeah. on this very strong rope yeah you stand on like a bridge where there's water yeah and you throw your magnet in right to the water you reel it up and see what you get what if it gets stuck on an old car down there that's happened some people find You're whole na- um Car pieces, whole four-wheelers, guns. You're not pulling that thing off. No. So what do they do? Oh, they grab a hook, mm-hmm. and they put it on the magnet, uh-huh. and that usually helps them so they could like, pull it to shore, get off the bridge and pull it to shore. Uh, but a car? How are you going to oh, pull Oh, not a- like a whole car, but like bigger pieces, like oh. a four-wheeler. People, I've seen people find four-wheelers. Well, I I want to find gold. Yeah, or guns, or I saw like one where they found a gun and they turned it into a cop, and it was actually a gun they were looking for. Yeah, um, I really hope this guy, um, turns this in because sometimes he finds old rusty guns and he says the cops don't do anything with it. So sometimes I just haven't been turning it in. And one time, I really hope he turned this in. There was a gun. It still per- worked perfectly fine, right. and the number was scratched off. <clears throat> and there was a bag of tools, and out in the distance on the other side of the river, there was, like, vultures circling and stuff. And I really, and there were a ton of tools, and I really hope he called that in. You would think so, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, and there was, like, an awful smell there. Dead carp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's been so great today, yes. Ella, especially this last part. Uh, yep. Hopefully you can make sense yeah. of our stories, and hopefully. we love you, yep. and we'll be talking to you next time. You've been listening to the Ella and Leland Show, brought to you by Golf Recording Studio, www.golfrecordingstudio.com, making dreams a reality.